Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to another edition of Life Behind Bars. I'm Noah Rothbaum, the Daily Beast Half Full Editor. Joining me, as always, is my colleague, David Weintrich. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. I, I already feel the summer weather creeping into New York, sweating already. I got my first mosquito bite. Oh, man. It's always, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad day, but it's also a good day because it means you could start busting out the highballs. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I mean, I think there are a lot of drinks that claim to be, you know, air conditioning in a glass, right? Mm -hmm. There's the... Gin Ricky, which is sort of a highball, sort right? Of. I mean, that's a very traditional summer drink, which is gin lengthened with club soda. Club and, soda with and, a half a lime squeezed in right, for sure. coolness. And then, you know, for a long time, people would, would have highballs, you know, yeah. a little bit of carbonated water and whiskey yeah. or cognac or brandy. Or all kinds of things. Nowadays, vodka. The vodka soda, I don't normally mm -hmm. think of it as a highball, but it's it, a high is, ball. it is It is a highball. Oh, boy, by is it ever. <laughs> <laughs> and a bestseller. Yeah. Not a lot of flavor in there, but... Um, well, you can make it into a, a vodka press, which I, I've, I've heard bartenders, uh, you know, use as shorthand, and it turns out that's short for vodka Presbyterian. The Presbyterian was, was uh, scotch or rye with ginger ale. Right. And so, and, and half club soda, right? Like, well, it's, later half club soda, and the vodka press is is a vodka soda with a little splash of diet ginger ale, usually. Oh, I see. So, ale. so it looks. So it just looks a little bit like a drink, and right. has a little bit of flavor. Right. I, I hate to beat up on a drink like that. You have all these hard seltzers, these spiked seltzers, which. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what exactly is in that. I'm not, I don't think it can technically really be vodka, but there's some kind of alcohol yeah. with carbonated water. Yeah. So it's it's some form of it's like sugar-free for loco, right? <laughs> and and certainly, I guess flavor-free also. Now that I think about it, <laughs> or whatever they put into yeah, it. yeah, whatever. They, well, we, we caffeine-free. Yeah, you know, these uh, are these are dark. Speed-free. I don't know. Obviously, in Japan, there's a, a long culture of the canned highball. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely. take the, the bullet train, everybody's sitting there with a big can of usually Suntory highball. You know, the bottled one's even older than that, if you think about it, because in the 1930s, they had the Campari, the bottled Campari oh, soda, right. sure. which is Campari and soda. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a highball. Yeah. And, you know, that was uh, in those little triangular bottles yeah. that they have not changed since then, because right. you cannot mess with perfection. When we talk about highballs, the window is fairly small, right? We talk yeah. about brown spirit, whiskey, mm -hmm. maybe brandy with club soda. But you're right. It could be all types of bitters. Yeah, the Americano other. is a highball. Right. You know? I mean, the definition is pretty loose. Right. But for me, when you put citrus in it, it becomes something a little different. Right. But some people would still consider that a highball. When is a highball not a highball? Yeah, that's a tough question. I mean, if you look at it historically, uh, after the Civil War, you see for the first time the Remsen Cooler, which is scotch whiskey with soda right. and ice and maybe a piece of lemon peel. And that was like – and it was done with uh, 
it was it was by, by a guy named Remsen at the uh, at the Union League Club in in New York. I remember he was a great guy. Yeah, he was a great guy. Well, there's a Remsen Street in Brooklyn Heights, right. which tells oh, right. you uh, that you know he was probably a rich guy. Also, right. <laughs> you know, he came from a good family. Sure, sure. Uh, so he owns something. And also, I mean, ice comes into vogue yeah. then too, yeah. right? I mean, you have Frank yeah, you've Turner. got you've got ice from the beginning right. of the nineteenth century, but these coolers start and. They're pretty loosely defined. Sometimes there's a little citrus. Right. And then you've got also the fizzes with citrus and and, sure. and cold sparkling water. And then you've got the Collins right. with uh, citrus and uh, like really big drink with sparkling water. But then you get the, the highball really comes in in around 1890. That doesn't have citrus in it. That's right. just booze, ice, sparkling water. A little later, they start saying, well, it's okay if you use ginger ale. Right. <laughs> But then they start using Coca-Cola. So you first hear about that around 1905. And also, like, at that time, like, Coke and, and maybe ginger ale also makes the jump kind of from medicine cabinet yeah, to liquor exactly. cabinet, exactly. right? Like, exactly. before that period, Coke is really, like, you're buying it at a pharmacy. Yeah, it's a I tonic. Mean, as, as, as a kid, I remember I'd go in elementary school. I'd go to the nurse. She was pretty old school. I had an upset stomach. Yeah. She would take a bottle of Coke syrup out of, mm-hmm. like, the cabinet, give me a teaspoon, Tasted like Coke, but just flat Coke, obviously. Yeah, I got Coke, too, but it was different. (laughs) (laughs) That's for another episode, Dave. Uh, An episode of Studio 54. We see the Coca-Cola jump, which did have cocaine in it back in the day. Yeah, it did. I mean, it was medicine, but it literally goes from medicine to soft drink. And I think then it kind of enters the cocktail. Yeah, and then you start seeing people advertising Coca-Cola highballs. Right. And that's... And that's... And I, I mean, is that still a highball? It's, it's, I don't know. So like the rum and coke. Yeah, the rum and coke. Or then you know, blowing in my Mexico, mind here. Starting like, in, uh, I'm not sure what day is night or night yeah, is day. It's like, all. I mean, the highball is, is basically everything. It's like, a really confusing uh, realm of the drink right. world because it's very hard to draw lines. I'm sorry that we opened this because Pandora you get box here. Rum and coke, and then in Mexico <laughs> they go, well, what about tequila and coke? Right. And they've got this whole class of drink they call it changuirongo, which is anything mixed right. with soda. You know, and I mean, booze mixed with any soda. Or you can make an argument that a Paloma, which is yeah. you know, grapefruit soda. Yeah, that's a and tequila and lime juice. Although it has citrus in it. so It's true, but maybe just a squeeze. But some yeah, people yeah. like in Mexico, you're adding kind of the proportions are up to you. So if yeah. you're putting just a little bit of yeah, lime, maybe. Yeah. Some people don't even put lime in. Right. But And what's funny is that we're seeing now some of the modern bars, right? Yeah. Katana Kitten in New York, yeah. right? Masa is making a highball where he's putting in like a shiso leaf and he's putting, you know, there's a spray of his own yep. tincture on top. So we're kind of getting... He's also got the ultra-chilled uh, 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 booze and the ultra-chilled right. uh, soda water with the big Japanese machine behind sure, the Sure, exactly. You know. But that almost becomes not just whiskey and club soda, but... Yeah. Almost akin to like a citrus flavor, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, exactly. So it's, it, it, it's it's moving away from the basics, but I mean, it's very easy to like think highball scotch and soda, right? Exactly. But but it's very hard to fence that off, you know, from from other drinks. We uh, think of the highball glass, but that's yeah. like a low glass. It's like a juice glass originally, right? Because it was only a couple ounces of soda, and uh, and what's funny is that now what. What confuses, I think, a lot of drinkers yeah. and even bartenders is that you ask for a highball now and you get either, like in Japan, you get a big 
like pint glass, like yeah. you would in Germany, right? Yeah, like yeah, some yeah. giant massive B- thing. Bavarian beer stein, right? Made of mm-hmm. glass, right? Or you get a Tom Collins glass essentially. Yeah. So everybody's like, when you're actually served an actual highball glass with a highball, like, what is this? I ordered a highball. Well, that's a yeah, highball. That's like. a highball. I mean, the highballs I grew up with were at old man bars in New right. York and places like the Holiday. The, the there's the Holiday Lounge now, uh, which not that uh, one. No, yeah, it's the, it's the the original right. one that this one uh, right. kind of rescued and, and revived. Right. But the original one was uh, you know it was maybe two fifty for a for a Scotch highball, right. and they watered the Scotch. Sure. The glasses held about four and a half ounces. <laughs> there were these little tiny juice glasses. Uh, right. But nobody cared because everybody right. was underage and sure. uh, and uh, was there to meet each other. And, right. and Who were you to complain? Exactly. Who was I to complain? There were, you know, right. there, there were fellow Utes there of, uh, right. exactly. of various interesting types, and uh, that was the whole point of going there. You know, I kind of think of this very romanticized version of the highball where, you know, I don't know, like The Thin Man or some of the movies yeah, in the yeah, 40s yeah. and 50s. Yeah. Somebody goes to the sideboard, pours themselves a little bit of whiskey or cognac into mm-hmm. a glass, and then takes a soda siphon, has that distinctive sound, yeah. you know, blasts, you know. A, it's still awesome, isn't it, yeah, though, it when really you've got is. the siphon? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I have one um, yeah. that my wife bought me years ago that I love. I would never use. <laughs> you know, and it's it's a heavy one. Yeah. I can only imagine what it was like if that thing was full of water and uh, a CO2 cartridge. So we're, it's like... Forget kettlebells, you know, carbonated yeah, yeah, kettlebells yeah, yeah, yeah. would be a workout. No, they're pretty heavy, but they're fun to play around with. As trends sort of go around, yeah. the soda stream machines that are now very yeah, popular, yeah. in some ways, it's it's the soda king. It's the soda, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. It's yeah. the same thing back. So, you know, to have that kind of fresh and or even very hard carbonation mm-hmm. is now something that's fairly easy to get even for the home bartender. Yeah. You can carbonate, you know, to the point where it, it almost hurts. Our friend um, Singjin Frizzell at Fort Defiance in Red Hook, mm-hmm. I remember, when they opened, he spent a lot of time creating his own carbonation system. Yeah, they right fixed there. an old uh, old soda machine yeah, and that know, was, to make it. Yeah, he that, wanted it really, yeah. you know. I think there's one guy who has like an old truck delivering the old mm-hmm. glass seltzer bottles, you know, and I always I wanted know. to get on that list. Yeah, you know, me too. To, me too. To get I, that crate. I go through so much seltzer in the summer, which, I, you know, yeah. and most of it is it is is drunk without alcohol. Sure, added, of course. Uh, because uh, it's either that or drink beer. And if I drank <laughs> beer to the degree I drank seltzer, right. I would never get anything done. Fair enough. Fair enough. You, you would have yeah. to call me Cletus. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's a reason why, you know, at this point, the, the definition of the highball has become so narrow? Like... It kind of goes back to the original is funny is, is, you know, the original was just scotch and soda. Right. And it was, that was, that, that was the highball. And then, uh, and it was because the name was because, uh, it was a, it was a large shot. It was four fingers instead of like, Got you know, it. the drink was tall right. instead of short. Right. So you took a ball of, of, of whiskey as it was known. Right. And that's the Irish term for a shot was a ball. It was just the same thing. It was a pistol ball. Right. Was, so this is this is your your shot basically of whiskey. Of, of whiskey, and and you made it high with with soda. That name, some people didn't understand it well, and so it leads to all kinds of folk etymologies. Right. It always kind of circles back to to that simple drink. I think. Yeah. Because I think people instinctively know that once you add too many things, it's not right. really a highball. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Then it's a Paloma. Then it's right. a this. It's a, it's a that. Branches of maybe the yeah. eyeball tree, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's part of the, it's, fa- the, it's the same it's family tree. It's the Paloma yeah. branch or the. I mean, on a hot day, I'll sit on my stoop in Brooklyn. I've got a huge, like, 24-ounce glass. I'll make myself a, a massive Americano right. with like, you know, three ounces of vermouth and three right. ounces of Campari ice cubes and a ton yeah. of soda. That'll last me a, an hour, yeah. you know, and, and it's very pleasant. Yeah. But low alcohol. It, it's not really I, I don't really consider it a highball. Yeah. I am partial to the traditional scotch and, and club soda. Yeah. But it's funny because in this day and age where whiskey has become so venerated, right? I and know. it's like people, you know, put on such airs about drinking yeah, yeah. whiskey that like sometimes I'm nervous ordering scotch and soda in, in some of these bars because I don't want to get a dirty look from the bartender yeah. or like a whole talk about how I'm ruining the scotch because I'm adding club soda. I'm like, that's what I want. You know, it's hot want. outside, yeah. it's New York. Put some ice in it. Right. I want ice. I want ice. I still want to drink my scotch. Yeah. And I want club soda. I mean yeah. that's that's I want how it cold and I want it fizzy. Right, and, and I, I want it scotch. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> fine. You don't want to put scotch and put it in whiskey. I don't care you know. That's how I like yeah. to drink, especially yeah. in the summer. Yeah. And I'm never sure if I'm going to get a fight for somebody. I know. So I know. It's it's sad. I'm kind of glad that the highball culture in Japan has now become something of fascination in America. So bartenders and drinkers and other people give me less of a hard time yeah. about yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, oh, On I'm the like, other hand, you, you know, like, you're like, not paying two fifty for right. it anymore. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Scotch and soda was my bar drink back in the uh, early 80s when I was, you know, hanging out in clubs and playing in bands. It was either that or a dry martini. And there's only so many dry martinis you can have. But you can drink scotch and soda all night long. Well, that's the beauty of it. Because they give you like an ounce of scotch. Well, that's the thing. And and back in the day, you're right. Like, you know, I remember a lot of bars in New York wouldn't even use glass glasses, right? They yeah. use a, you get a plastic cup yep. like that held, I don't know what, I mean, probably yeah. four ounces, yeah, right? Yeah. With a not, little not straw, a big, yeah. you know, ice cubes that melted almost yeah. instantaneously, <laughs> yeah. right? So they had to put in, I don't even know about an ounce and a half of whiskey, right? I don't know about the bars you were drinking. They sound pretty fancy to me. Like I was getting <laughs> like a three out, three quarters of an ounce of scotch. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe so. But uh, an ounce maybe. But, you know, it was. Well, I was tipped well. Right, exactly. <laughs> you got That's more scotch. Fair enough. Pleasant drink, one, you know, that you could just sip fairly quickly yeah. and cool you down, but you could still keep drinking. Um, well, know. sometimes, you know, uh, the tipping well strategy got me into trouble because uh, I remember once I was at the uh, nightclub Danceteria. This must oh, yeah. have been around 1980, 81, something like that. And uh, I tipped really well, my friend and I, on our first round. And the waitress in the uh, la- – this place had many floors. We were in the lounge floor. The next round she bought, she brought us was – Seven eighth scotch with just a little splash oh God. of soda on yep, top. Yep, yep. And after two of those, wow. we, were, we were feeling no yeah, pain. Yeah, I've been served the the Jack and Coke about seven ounces of Jack and about half an ounce of yep. Coke. And that, as much as I like American whiskey, oh, it's a I, lot that, of whiskey. That is especially just. There's something about a splash of Coke that ruins even the best yeah, product, yeah, right? Yeah. And there's, you know what? I have nothing against Coke, nothing against the products, but. 
there's just something about it. It's just like it's not enough. Like if it was more, it would be palatable. But well, there's just something about the splash it's of like coke. That the bad bar Manhattans you get where right. they do just a splash of vermouth, right. which is enough to ruin the whiskey, right. exactly, and not enough to make it taste good, exactly. You there's, know, and you're like, boy, this is this is the worst drink I've ever had. You're like, I don't. You, you, you I, put I love like it. one right. one drop of vermouth in here, right? And they think they're doing a, you a favor. Yeah, it's like, no, thank no, you. No, don't hook me up like that, bro. <laughs> Just, just use whiskey. Just cut. Yeah. If you don't yeah. want to put the vermouth, that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you, know, yeah. you just want to give me Jack Daniels, fine. Don't give yeah. me the Coke. Like, yeah, it's totally yeah. fine. Like, just uh, stir it with ice and, you know, yeah, I'll I don't, it. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't ruin it. Would you ever call a drink that had champagne or sparkling wine a highball? If I was, would if it, that meant you were going to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. Yeah, no, I, I, I like, uh, you know, like a French 75. Right. I wouldn't call it a highball, but right. I would I would call it a hell of a good time. It sounds crazy, but when you top lots of punches, right, that becomes yeah, yeah. like royal, right? Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. You know, the royal punch. Yeah, or punch royal, exactly, when, or the imperial version. Right. I mean, I think in some ways the, what, the Spagliato, the, the, the broken. Yeah, Negroni Spagliato, yeah. The supposedly broken Negroni, but it, in some ways, it, to me, it's somebody has basically taken an Americano but replaced the club soda. Yeah. With sparkling wine. I don't yeah. think they made a mistake. I think they knew exactly what oh, they I were doing. Oh, I think they doing. knew exactly what they were doing, And too. they were like, oh, like club soda. We yeah, got yeah, champagne. Yeah. Why would I use club soda? We yeah. got champagne. I've seen pictures of the original glassware they used for these things. And there were these goblets that were about like eight inches high. And the drink only <laughs> helped filled half of them. Wow. But these goblets were huge. They were like Land of the Giants glasses <laughs> that the Barbasso in, in Milano used. And it's just really funny. It just gives you an idea that these guys were kind of playing around. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they they, yeah. Were, they were ready for weird drinks. Right. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a mistake. Right. You know, they they were they knew what they were doing. Or maybe it was like a mistake in, in air quotes. You yeah. Know? It's like this is yeah. a mistake. Yeah, exactly. And the rest of us are like, oh, they made a mistake. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I you know. know. It was funny. Especially in like cocktail history, we've now invented a whole <laughs> legitimized it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's so many drinks, you know, invented by mistake. Do you think there are ingredients that would work with champagne that like, you know, I don't know. I don't think whiskey would. No, uh, like scotch and champagne is a pretty ugly combination. Yeah. No. And bourbon. Well, a Manhattan with champagne on top is delicious. Yeah, that's true. But uh, but it has to be a properly made Manhattan yeah. with lots of vermouth. I've done like a daiquiri with champagne, which is pretty, Oh, that'll be good. A mojito good. with champagne. Yeah, instead I've of had. club that's soda. Yeah. You know, dangerous. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Now um, I'm getting thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> We've both paused. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> so my mouth is extremely dry. The uh, French seventy-five with gin or with cognac, either one yeah. works great. Yeah, for sure. But those have the citrus in there as a little bit of a bridge. Yeah, and I would almost- without it, if it's just spirit and champagne. Yeah, I've tried the cognac and champagne just themselves. And I don't find it that tasty. Maybe side by side. I like mean, people I drank that in the trenches supposedly in World huh. War One, and uh, I could see doing that because. Yeah. Yes. Wow. You know, yeah. anything. Yeah. Coming back to the original discussion, I mean, again, it's sort of like the highball includes a huge amount of real estate. But at the same time, yeah. there's certain things that are definitely not a highball. Yeah. Like don't belong there. It's tricky. I mean, uh, not every tall drink is a, is a highball. Right. A Long Island iced tea is not a highball. <laughs> Long Island iced tea. Although is, it would be uh, kind of amazing if you ordered a highball on Long Island. They're like, oh, totally. Yeah. And you got a Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tea. how we make it here. <laughs> that's, that's what do you mean? That's yeah. a highball yeah, here. It's a highball here. Yeah. I listened to that podcast and uh, it's totally a highball. So. It's totally a highball, yeah. yeah. Such as life. It's got all the, all the, all the vitamins uh, right. essential to a highball. I mean, what do you want from me? 
That's not my favorite drink, I have no. to say. No, I, I've enjoyed them on occasion. Yeah, sure. I mean, but, you know, like a Bloody Mary, not really a highball. No. Wow. That's an interesting. You no, know, because uh, there's no carbonation in there. Yeah. But if you carbonated it, I still wouldn't consider it an highball. I, I, don't, think, I don't think in any of the articles I've ever read in books, I don't think anybody yeah. I've seen has ever tried to carbonate a, a Bloody Mary, and I hope nobody ever does. Yeah, I um, know. That, that, that's a bridge too far. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in Canada where they like the bloody Caesar. Yeah, the, I, I bet in Canada you can get all kinds where of Where they put the Clamato in. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I could see a car. No doubt somebody's doing a carbonated. If you're out there and you're doing a carbonated version, I guess drop Dave or I. Send us <laughs> a, a can. Twitter. Yeah. Send us a can. Send us a photo. Yeah. So, you know, if you can it and send it to us and we'll drink it. I, it the soda screen machine explicitly says do not carbonate. Bloody Mary's on this. Um, <laughs> it does not. It, it does, do well, not. you know, the juice is too thick. And it's yeah, just exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Th- it would just you'd go all to, over your kitchen. You'd have, to, you'd have to strain it to the point where it was completely thin. <laughs> and who wants a thin Bloody Mary? Oh, man. Oh, oh. Yeah, no. I, don't, I don't even know why you brought this up, Dave. I don't know, just because. Why? 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 Well, we, here we are, you know, talking about highballs. So. <laughs> you know, as we've been talking, the weather has only gotten hotter outside. So um, I am I'm feeling... Ever more parched. I don't think I can talk anymore. No, I, I think ball. I think it's time for a, for a scotch and soda. Absolutely, or, you know, yeah. Like I that. think we'll go old school. We'll yeah. we'll bring our own four ounce plastic Vodka cups press. and our yeah. own crappy ice to a fine bar. And we'll beg them for their worst scotch and right. a lot of uh, club soda. The stuff uh, that they keep under the bottom shelf. <laughs> exactly. If we survive that, we'll be back with another episode <laughs> of Life Behind Bars. Uh, cheers. Stay hydrated. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.